Today's daf is daf yud. We are going to begin on daf tes on base by turning our bonon towards the bottom of the um daf tes on base. Turn our bonon. Turn our bonon with a little brisa. Choymer b'shed mi b'beid. A chumra, a stringency that applies to the category of a share of an ox as opposed to the category of a pit. Choymer b'boyer mi b'shed. And there is a stringency that applies to a pit as opposed to a ox. Each one has a chorma. And the Gemara now, the Bryce is explained. The chorma that applies to an ox as opposed to a pit. If an ox kills a yid, so the owner is hired to pay for a ransom to the victim's yershin. And for killing, if an ox kills a slave, the owner of the ox is to pay 30 sela to the slave's master. In such a case, once the Bezdin hears the evidence of the verdict, the ox is complete, and the Bezdin rules that the ox has to be killed, it's also to derive any benefit from the ox. And from then, it's considered that the typical manner of an ox is to proceed and cause damage. So you have a chumrah of the ox. You have, number one is the ox has to pay. The owner of the ox, if it kills a yid, has to pay kreifer. If it kills an evid, it has to pay the other inflation. And once uh, the verdict is to kill, it's asura no. And it's considered that the typical manner of the ox is to proceed and cause damage. All this is not so in the case of a pit that causes damage. Doesn't have this whole thing of kaifer, where dinna doesn't have these dinner. Now, the chumrah, the reason to be stringent that applies to a pit as opposed to an ox, the the its initial um, creation, in other words, its digging is done in a manner that can result in a damage. And and it's also a person who is responsible is considered a mood. However, in regards to an ox, then we don't say that. The stringency that applies to the category of an ox as, a, as opposed to fire, there's a stringency that applies to fire as opposed to an ox. And the Bryce explains, the stringency that applies to the category of an ox as opposed to the category of fire, first of all, the ox kills a yid, we said he has to pay a ransom. And for killing a slave, the owner of his chayv to pay 30 selah. Big more dinner, furthermore, such a case, once the base then hears the evidence and the verdict of the ox is complete, so you can't have any enough of the ox. If one transfers his ox to the Cheshit of Cotton and it causes damage, is Chayef. This is not so in regard to fire. First of all, um, if fire is considered forewarned from its inception, with Shir, it doesn't work that way. Now, there's a Chumra that applies to the category of fire. As to the pose of a pit, and there's a schumra that applies to pit as opposed to fire. 
Choymer Bebedim Be'esh, the stringency that applies to the category of pit as opposed to the category of fire, Shetchilas Asiyasa First of all, its initial formation and sticking is done in the manner that results in a damage. If you give a by a bed, it doesn't work that way. Number one, the manner of Aish goes and damages. And it also is considered in regards to consuming both something that it's fitting and something that it's not fitting. In other words, flammable and not flammable animals, uh, items, I'm sorry. Machine can be bid. However, this doesn't regards this does not so with regards to a pit. Now the Gemara asks, So let the Brisa teach the following chumra: a chumra that applies to an ox as opposed to a pit is that if an ox damages kalim, the ox owner is chayiv to pay for the kalim, which is not so with regards to a pit, which incurs a chayiv for its owner only for damages as caused to people and to animals, but not to Kalim, as we learned a few times already. So the Mara explains, Halmani, who was this price, a, or, um, who was taught by, who was taught, like whose opinion is this price a taught? Abiyoda, this is Abiyoda, the Mechaev, on this Kalim Bebert, he's going to say that one is higher for the damage caused by Kalim by his pit. Now, Fred, if you're saying this price is Rabbi Hoda, so then, Ema Seifa, so let us look at the Seifa. You're saying that the stringency that applies to fire, as opposed to that the fire goes and damages. And it's considered for war with regards to consuming both something that is fitting and not fitting, as we said, something which is flammable and not flammable. Now, what is something that is fitting to consume? This is Eitzin. Now, the Gemara says, If you're saying this is a Behuda, but then you just say that a Behuda holds the one that's fire for damage caused to vessels by his pit. And we said over here that. Like the price of. Is mashing that liability is not incurred for damage done by vessels by a pit, right? We said. And we said so the is So the more says rather the price is according to the chachamim, and the additional chumra mentioned is true, but was not mentioned because. Tana tossing so so rather it's about so why didn't you mention it? Tonin Rashir, because some he says, some he didn't say it. Finally, one of my share the high share. The Mar says Shire Tumman. He admitted the case of damage done by concealed item. Liability is incurred for damage done to be to conceal the item only if it was caused through a category of damage other than a fire. If it is damaged by a fire that one lit, he is potter. The Mar says Ibai Sima, if you wish Say that actually the bryson is in accordance with Elam Rabbi Yehuda. The Dovish and Israel law, Lavla see Kalim. It's not coming to include Kalim. With regards to Kalim, there is no distinction between fire and pit. Ella see Lichanina Vesichayavon. Rather, it serves to include a case where a fire scorched another person's plowed field or singed his stones, which are ways of causing damage that cannot be caused by a pit. 
Maskal Ravashi, Ravashi asks a Shaila, let the Bryce teach the following stringency, a stringency that applies to ox as opposed to a pit. Is that the ox, a of shed over bear, is that ox, one is chayev, if his ox damaged another ox, that is in the category of disqualified. In other words, an animal set aside to be an offering that was disqualified from use. And then redeemed, he is chayev, despite the fact that even after being redeemed, he retains a degree of sanctity. This is not so with regards to damage caused by a pit, to a disqualified animal, as in that case, he's not chayev for the damage caused. So I should explain this objection. If you say that the rise is according to the opinion of the chachamim, and since the Tana omitted that case of damage done by Kalim, he also omitted this case of damage done to be disqualified by Tzulamikdashim. But if you say that it's according to, with Rabbi Yoda, what else did he admit that makes it reasonable to assume that he admitted this? So the answer is, He admitted the case of an ox intentionally trampled on a plowed field of another person in order to cause damage. Since the damage was bekavana, is included in the av of a goring and one is chayv. This manner of, of causing damage cannot be done by a pit. So the word says, it was from dosh benida. If one claims the Tano admitted the case of damage done to disqualified consecrated animals only due to the fact that he also admitted the cause of an axe that intentionally trampled on a plowed field of another person, then doktorish kindakilidav lazik. So the cheda, the latter case, is not an additional independent omission, as it is included in that was taught in the Bryce. The chorma that applies to fire as opposed to pit is that the typical manner of a fire is to proceed and cause damage. The fact that there is no cause in the category of shay of bear corresponding to an ox that intentionally traveling on a plot of field is addressed by this clause. Now the Mishnah says yichshayti b'miktosi in this case, in the case of, in, in any case which I facilitated part of the damage it caused, I am hired for the payment of. Restitution or damage it caused, as if I were the one who facilitated the entire da- uh, damage um, it caused. Harabon, learning a brisa. Shaiti mitzasi niskei, in the case of which I facilitated part of the damage caused, chafli bashlimu niskei, gashrikon niskei. I am liable for payment of restitution for damage it caused, as if I were the one who facilitated the entire damage. Kate how so? Achefer beritisha, in the case of one who digs a pit of ten tvachim. And then a sorry, and another person comes and just completes the digging of ten tefachim, and which that causes the death. The latter individual is chayiv, although the pit was already able to cause injury before the second person came, since by digging in it increased its capacity to cause damage. He becomes chayiv for any damage caused it. And the more says to like Rabbi, this is not like Rabbi Yudanosi. Tanya chayiv b'tishu ba'achav v'shlimin asara. Says with regards to death caused by the pit, the responsibilities on the latter individual. With regards to the damage caused by a pit, the responsibility is ascribed to two of them. Papa or Papa says the brisa lemisa. The brisa refers to a digger liability for death caused by a pit. A digger hakol. Now the brisa refers to a digger's liability for death caused by a pit. And then the ruling of the Brisa is Tirihakal. In other words, it's in accordance to the opinion both of the first time and the and Rebbe. Igadamr, that those who say, Lemid like Rebbe. Shall we say this is not like Rebbe? 
Amar Papa, no. Misa with the Rehakel. Maskel, the Rebzeda, the Rebzeda objects to the explanation of the Brisa that the mission is referring to only to the specific case. Basu Lakov, there's no more cases. But we have a case of Master Shade Lachamisha Bne Adam. This case of a person who transferred his ox to five individuals in order for them to safeguard it. And one of them was negligent in his duties. And the Hizik and the ox caused damage. Chayev, isn't this person Chayev? This seems to be an additional example of the principle of the Mishnah that if one facilitated part of the damage caused, he is Chayev to pay for payments a restitution for damage caused, as if we're the one who facilitated the entire damage. So the Bryce should have mentioned it. So when it says, what's the case? If we're talking about a case, we see that without him, the ox would not have been properly safeguarded because the ox was particularly strong and it took all five individuals to safeguard it, then Pshita, it's obviously that the Pshita individual is higher for all the damage. Rather, the reason that he alone... Uh, rather, the case must be where even without him, the ox would still have been sufficiently safeguarded. My COVID, the message, so what is the case? What did he do by not safeguarding it? It, it was still safeguarded without him. So he should not be fired for even part of the damage. It's apparent then that the mission is not afraid to that case. He asks, Isn't there a case of a fire that was left unattended by its owners and someone also augmented the fire by adding a bundle with it, thereby increasing the cap- capacity of the fire to cause damage to another field. Even though he only increased the fire's capacity to damage, he is higher for any damage that it costs. Seemingly, this is an additional example of the mission's principle that if a person facilitated part of the damage it caused, he is higher for payment of restitution for the damage caused, as if he were the one who facilitated the entire damage. So the chair of the Bryson should have mentioned this. And the question is, hey, tell me, what are the circumstances? If the fire would not have spread to another person's field without him adding a bundle to the fire, then Pshita, it's obvious that he alone is liable for the damage because he alone did everything that led to the damage. Rather, the case must be the one where the fire would have spread even without him. So my COVID, so the Gemara says, so what did he do by adding the bundles of fire? The fire would have spread without him, so he did not cause even part of the damage. Is apparent then that the mission is not afraid to that case. We have another case. You have five people who were sitting on one bench and did not break. And then one guy came and sat on it, and, and, and the bench did break because of his added weight. The latter individual was tired for the damage. And, and he said, and Papa said, that this is the case where the individual sat down was as heavy as Papa Barabba. Since he could have potentially broken it even on his own, he had no right to use it. In that case, even though the weight of the first five individuals was presumably a contributing factor in causing the damage, since the damage was ultimately caused by the additional weight of the last individual, he is tied for the damage. So this is an additional example of the Mishnah's principle, so why didn't the Bryce mention it? So the Gemara says, one second, Hey, you dummy, what are the circumstances? If we say that without him, the bench would have never broke, broke under the weight of the first five people, so then it's obvious that the last individual is tired for all the damage, as ultimately it is it was his action alone that caused the damage. Rather, you must say, even without him, the bench would have broken under the weight of the first five people. And the last individual sat down, 
just as it was about to break. So the Gemara says, by COVID, so what did the guy do? Why should he be chayv? So the Gemara says, Ultimately, how is the price decided by the public to be explained? The Gemara explained that the ruling of the price is understandable only if it's referring to a case the bench would have not broken with Adam. But if that's the case, the Gemara noticed it's obvious and therefore unnecessary to state it. It's not necessary in a case where without him it would have broken in two hours. And he broke it in one hour. The Bryce teaches us the last individual alone is Chayiv. Now the first, as they can say to the last individual, Elab At, or not for you, it would have sat a little bit more and stood up. A Kamina would have stood up. Therefore, it was ultimately you who caused the bench to break, and therefore it's Chayiv. So the Gemara now rejects this uh, suggestion because in that situation, the last individual would have a valid capital But let him say to him, where if not for you continuing to sit on the bench after I sat down, the bench will not broke and have a as under my weight alone, it will not have broken. So we should all have the, the liability of damaging it. We should share the liability of damaging it. It's not necessary to a case where the Bahadi, the Samach Bahu, Tvar. A case where instantaneously, as he was leaning on the, uh, upon the other five people, the bench broke. Furthermore, it's obvious that he alone is chayev, as his actions alone caused the damage, as the other five could have not done anything to prevent it after he was leaning on it. So, when says, Bow the Tim, you would think, you would say that what caused the damage with one's direct force is not equivalent to a situation where one caused it with one's body. If he broke the bench by actually sitting down on it, his actions would be considered a direct act of damage completed with his body, and he alone would be chayib, even though the other people's weight was a contributing factor. In this case, since he broke the bench by merely leaning upon the others sitting there, it is his force that led the damage, not his body, That one and one might have thought that since the weight of the others certainly contributed to the breakage, they should be, they should, they should be chayib, they should all be chayib, should share the liability, Rather, we say that a person's direct force is equivalent to a person's body. So we see that anywhere that one would be liable for his body broke something, one is higher for uh, if his force broke uh, something. Now, the Gemara continues to consider the possibility that there are additional cases covered by the Mishnah's ruling aside from one listing. The Sulek is no one else, but Iko, the time, isn't that a case that Brysa Iko, a Serb, Neil, the Master Makhlis? If one was beaten by ten people with ten sticks, whether they beat him simultaneously one after the other, the mace and he died, they are all part from liability of killing him. Where they beat him, because he hastened his death. In this case, the other individuals contributed to the man's death. The last one, oh, it's fine. Why didn't the rights mention it? We're not dealing with death penalty. If I say another answer, and if you want to say, if you wish, say instead of the price last speaking of an issue that is subject to a dispute. But isn't it? But didn't we say that this is not certainly the case of the pit? Which is a machlik is, is not according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, but the Chacham more explains. The lake can be We will interpret the Brisa to be in accordance with the opinion of the Chacham, but not according to the with Rabbi Yehuda. So we will interpret the Brisa to be in accordance with the opinion of the Chacham, not according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Nasi, 
I will not interpret it to be in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi and not in accordance with the opinion of the Chacham. In other words, although we will interpret the Bryce as referring to the case that is subject to Machlikis, that applies only if it's in accordance with the majority opinion in that dispute. Now, the Mishnah says, Chafti Yiske, in the case in which I facilitated part of the damage it caused, I am liable, Chafti, um, I am liable for payment of restitution for damage it caused as if I were the one who facilitated the entire damage. Which is Chafti Beniski Lake Tony. Does not teach I am liable for the damage it caused, rather, I am liable for payments of restitutions for damage it caused. Now, payments of restitution and to complete share the same root. This alludes to the law that the payment of damage is required only in order to complete the injured party's compensation, which is already partially accounted for, as the injured party is liable to recover its dead animal's current value by selling its carcass. So the one liable for the damage is not required to pay the animal's prior value, rather he must pay only the difference in its value from before it was damaged and its current state. Where it says, We already learned this. That was the Bible. Mishnah uses payments of restitution for damage. Uh, this teaches us that the owner of the injured animal attends to retain ownership of the animal's carcass so that if he wishes, he may sell it and keep the proceeds. One who strikes an animal shall pay for it. Do not read the final word meaning that he shall pay for it. Rather, he should complete it. it. teaches that he should complete the injured party's compensation, which is already partially accounted for by the injured party's right to sell the animal's carcass. It says if it says or uh, an animal was entrusted with a paid did not fulfill his duty of safeguarding it, an animal was attacked by a wild beast. So if it's torn in pieces, let him bring a witness and tor- uh, uh, the torn animal shall pay. And explain supposed to mean that he shall pay only up until the value of the torn animal, but he shall not pay the torn animal itself. In other words, he pays only the difference in value between the animal before it was injured and, a- and current state. To all of the injured animal wishes to fully recover his loss, he must sell the animal's carcass and keep the process. Cheski Amor says, It says, And the carcass shall be his. Anizik to the injured party. Chintan the be chiskia. I miss you little anizik. It means to the injured party. Anizik at the emir. Anizik you know the mazik. I'm I'm just like kachaya. It should not be done like that. My like kachaya. I'm rabbi. Lisa got that of the middle of the mazik avia. If it enters in your mind that the animal's carcass is the property of the one liable for the damage, if the rechman should dachashid, a luftek va miss you lay lamali. What does it say? I miss you lay. You know the anizik must be to the injured party. I says it's rifa and it's necessary. To have multiple mechanics to the Allah. Because Rahman Makinari Bahim Shaman Itatiri would have said one who strikes an animal shall pay for it. So I can say Mishandalishikha. I could claim that only in that case does one have to pay for only part of the damage because it's uncommon occurrence. I will today for in the case of a torn animal, Shikha which is common, and I will say that the li- his liability should not be limited to the difference in value between what the animal had been worth and the carcass, but he should pay for the entire value of the injured animal. See if the difference is necessary. I would say torn animal because um, I could claim that only in that case does one have to pay for only part of the damage because the damage occurred by itself. It was not directly caused by one's liable for it. I will mock it being in the case of one who strikes an animal, the be a dime who does so by direct action, 
And I will see that his liability should not be there. Therefore, it's necessary to explicitly state Allah also in that case. We have been attacked even when you say the two cases because it's uncommon. I would say over there, only in that case, does one have to pay for only part of the damage because it's one property that causes damage. But here, in the case of one who strikes another animal, the goof of mazik, where one causes damage with one's own animal, one's body, I would say, I would say that the liability should not be limited. So therefore, it's necessary to say these halafas. But according to this statement, as explained, the only reason the injured party retains ownership of the carcass is he wrote, and the carcass shall be his. But if not, I would say, I would say, the carcass is the property of one that is liable for the damage. So it was Hashta, so it kind of questions the need for the Torah to teach us. Hashta, now if he slid the if the one liable for damage had in his possession another carcass of several torn animals, you should give the injured party a carcass payment. Now, granting ownership to the carcass of the injured party seems pointless because even had the terror granted it to the one side for the damage, he could have he could give it to the injured party as payment. It's necessary only for the issue of one who sustains the loss due to the diminishing value of the carcass between his death when the case is brought before the court by granting ownership. The carcass of the injured party from the moment of the animal's death, Terra limits the damage to the difference between the value of the animal when he was alive and its value immediately after it's killed. So the more asked Limbo Pastavila Tanay, shall we say it to Machistanay, the Tanyim Tarifi Tarifi Beo, says it was torn in pieces, I didn't bring a witness. Yavi Ayim Shidata Fabainus. This means that you should bring witnesses that the animal was, it was Ayinus, and the potter, he's potter. Uh, says the word age should not be interpreted as witnesses, but accordingly should immediately bring the carcass to court the base in order to appraise its current value. Abishol holds that the loss due to the diminishing value of the carcass is the of the injured party, and so there is a need to appraise its value immediately in order to correct, correctly assess how much one is higher for the damage must pay. And... Omar Savar and the other more holds the Mazakavi holds that the law is due to the diminishing value of the carcass is sustained by the one higher for the damage because the terror granted him ownership of it. Or says like the Kula everybody holds uh, agrees that the law is due to the diminishing value of the carcass is sustained by the injured party since he owns it. And here they disagree concerning who must go to the effort of retrieving the carcass and transporting it to the basin to be appraised.